got to make some major changes. This is what we talked about in past budget breakdowns that we've done. It's a short-term sacrifice. And I don't even think it's really a sacrifice. It's a just change of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You can't keep living like this. Welcome to the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. My name is Christine. Today we are doing another budget breakdown. It does seem to be... Woohoo! <laughs> it does seem to be your favorite type of content that Dave and I have been doing. So essentially what it boils down to is this. You guys, the listeners, probably not viewers, more listeners, uh, send us your family's personal budget and we go over it with some tips real life assistance on how we would approach the, situ the situation if it were us. Dave and I have done our own debt-free journey and lived extremely tight in order to make large financial goals. So if you are interested in submitting your budget, you can do so on Instagram, frugalfitmom6, send a DM, you can do it through my website. I've gotten a lot via that way, they come in my email. Uh, but we have a lot of these. I think there's really? five in the backlog that we haven't attempted yet. So the Ooh, next, all right. <laughs> the next month is going to be a bunch of budget breakdowns. Yippee! So if you're excited about that and you want to hear more of our budget breakdowns, you can go ahead and subscribe. Right? It's subscribe, right? Yep. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts, or also watch the video on YouTube at the Frugal Fit Mom Podcast. It's there as well, wherever you would like to listen to it. Yep. So I have my husband, Dave. We've been married for 20 years. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. This is interesting is the least you could say about this one. So first of all, I want to say that some of the budgets that we have accomplished or tackled, let's say tackled previously, I would say are high income, dual income, high income. Right. And, and that can feel really unfair to I think the majority of Americans yeah. because they're like, oh, well, that's dream money. That doesn't relate to me at all. And I think this one right here is way more relatable. So I'm excited to hit this one. Yeah, we've actually had a lot of comments for people asking for lower income, single family income or single income family, all those types of things. Correct. This is going to put us right back smack dab in that sweet spot. Yeah, I think this is gonna be really good. So if you're watching, sorry, if you're not watching the video version, we do have all the numbers up on a whiteboard that I will be referencing. I'll also say them for the people that can't see it. So on the board behind me, Dave, you will see a single mom who is 44 years old with two children. Okay. Okay. One of the children is 17 and we'll call... Two kids, ages 17 and... 14. 14. The 17 year old uh, has autism, likely never live on their own. Okay. Okay. The 14 year old is a girl, all good and fine there. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, one more background issue I want to mention is the current location in which they are living is not really, let's call it safe, not a safe location. Maintenance is very, very poor. Something like the sliding. Oh, so her goals are to get out of here. Get out now. That's okay. goal number one. Um, sliding glass door broke. Maintenance won't come fix it. Like kids are there with open glass. Like okay, so the, they're renting. They're renting. Um, she called it a condo. Okay. But she also said there's land rent. So I don't know if that means it's a double wide or a single wide maybe. I, I don't know exactly. Right. But well, that's goal number one. Okay. Goal number one is move. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Let's talk income. First of all, Okay. she works four jobs. Holy cow. Holy hustle. Can we all just give her a big round of applause? This girl knows how to work. 
and major props for, for that. sure. Yeah, this is amazing. So between the four jobs, we're looking at 4,200 a month in take home income. Okay. Okay. There are a couple of problems with this. Let's just break it down line by line. The first two jobs are medical transcription. Okay. Okay. That's where the bulk of the income comes from. So that's online. That is online. She did tell me that it breaks down to $16 an hour. Okay. Okay. I have some things to say about that in a second that, well, first of all, it feels low for someone who has to have a certificate and training to do the job. That's low. Yeah. As an hourly, just want to throw that out there. Next on the weekend, she does door dashing for about $920 a month for the weekends. So clearly she has a reliable car yep. and gets out there and hustles. And those people that like the DoorDash, they appreciate this. Yeah. I have some friends that like the DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like the DoorDash so much, maybe they should stop a little. <laughs> when you're DoorDashing a Hershey bar, you yeah, know you've listen, gone too far. Yeah, we know we have problems. <laughs> um, and then she does have a YouTube channel that just got monetized. We're sitting at $280 for the first month of monetization. Can I say props? Yeah. Because I didn't make anywhere close to $280 in my first month of monetization. For sure. Yeah, I made like 20 cents. Yeah, I was gonna say for the first how many months? <laughs> for the you didn't make 280 for the first year. The two years, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so there are all of the jobs. Do you want to talk about the jobs at all? Because I have a lot of thoughts here. Oh man, there's just so many things to say, but I think the number one you made, you nailed it head on. That's too low for an hourly job. It, yeah, it's okay. I want to break this down. The girl can hustle and she knows how to work. Okay. Yeah. So that's really important to mention Four jobs for anybody is unsustainable. It's great for the short term. I say get out and work because you can't spend any money if you're, too, <laughs> you're just working to Absolutely. make money. So I like that. But I also think there's a better way or let's call it a more effective way to make money if it is about the dollar. Yeah, I know all sorts of part-time jobs in town that high school students and college students are getting at $15, $16 an hour. You can work at our Panda Express for $16 so, an hour. So I would be very hopeful that there's something mm -hmm. paying $20 to $30 an hour that's somewhat close to that field for her. That still lets her have the flexibility. I think the thing that I love about that is she's probably working from home. Mm -hmm. Special needs daughter at home, mm -hmm. working from home in a way that allows her to have that autonomy at home. You make some really good points and I appreciate that because that's important. I also know that sometimes it's hard to think outside of the box when no one has presented to you other options. So if I think about someone I know who does work in the medical field, not as a nurse, not as a doctor, not even as a medical transcription person, but as someone that does like claims for special diabetic products from home and makes like 80 grand a year from home. It's still medical stuff. And so with a medical transcription certificate mm -hmm. um, or license or whatever that is, you're already a few steps ahead. Those jobs exist. Also want to point out if she's making 280 a month on YouTube, mm -hmm. hopefully her trajectory is one where it's going to go up. Yes. You and I both know YouTube is not a solid source of income. It is a fickle mistress. It is, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So I love that, she's, that that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. I and do like there's that. There's probably going to be windfalls there. Yes. It's a hard one to budget. 
Yes, correct. Right, it's hard one to build a budget off of. I would like to treat that as a windfall yeah. and not as a standard one. But if we can get this to where maybe the YouTube's making more money, she drops the door dashing, right? And brings some more sanity to her life instead of work, 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 work. Right. You know, as she's trying to take care of this kid, that feels good to me. I like that as an idea. Another random idea. This is true. Okay, this is a true story. I have a friend that's looking for a house cleaner. Her and her husband both work full time and she's like, I'm too busy work. We're too busy working to like clean the house or whatever. Mm -hmm. She can, she is willing to pay $50 an hour, five zero and still can't get anyone to come. Holy cow. Yeah. There's a lot of options. There are options. So I like it when people think outside of the box. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's that whole other thing. Also, she's a 1099 tax form, which is a contractor, which means you pay higher taxes. That's a whole other animal. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yes, it really sucks. It absolutely sucks. Get this YouTube income in an S-Corp right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you can create an S-Corp, that might offload some of this. Absolutely. Okay, we've talked about the income, what feels like to death. So let's move down to the expenses and see if there's any adjustments we can make here. There is a little bit of debt as well, uh, but I would almost say moving is number one and debt is number two. Okay. Okay. So let's tackle this. The condo or rent is $508. Wow, that's low. Yeah. I don't know that you can do better than so that. So my first thought when I saw this is, <laughs> okay, I agree. You can't put a price tag sometimes on the place that you want to go. Mm-hmm but you're not gonna to get to pay this. No, that's low, man. In the nice neighborhood or whatever she wants, no. it's gonna be double or it's, triple that. It's gonna be triple that. And so we've gotta do a lot of things to get her ready for that. Yeah, that's, that's a know, great price. Do you know what state we're dealing with? It's Florida. Florida. And it, I'm gonna say it's a touristy town. And I did research home prices um, in Florida also. Okay. Okay. Um, internet, $50 a month. Awesome. Fabulous. Life insurance, 23 bucks. Fabulous. Car insurance, 208. Here's the thing about car insurance. Number one, the cost of cars is going up, which means the cost of insurance is going up. And we just added a teenage boy driver to ours. I about had a heart attack. The average sale price, I read this this week, the average sale price of a Ford vehicle this last year went up $7,000 from January to December. And it's $57,000 is the average new sale price for a Ford. Not like a Lexus. I'm sorry. I think I just had an aneurysm. Oh, no. like... <laughs> that is complete insanity. But I do know that car insurance rates are going up. For that reason. For That is one of the reasons. And where you live is also a big part of that. So yikes. Food. I wanted to discuss the food line because it's $900 a month for three people. I think that does include eating out. That does include eating out. Okay. $900 for three people. I imagine, can I just point out that I this is- I know what is, you're gonna say. <laughs> she's hustling so hard. Absolutely. I bet you there's a lot of eating out, a lot of fast food. Absolutely, she is working so hard that she is overspending in the food category to hustle this hard. So check this out. This is fascinating. If she dropped this second medical transcription for $200 of income, okay, 
Her second medical transcription job earns $200 a month. Okay, if she dropped that and the amount of hours that it took, she could cut $200 of this eating out budget like that. Oh yeah. It would be so easy. And start meal prepping. So right? now you have less stress and you're spending less, but the budget looks the same. And probably eating better. And eating better. Eating out is so bad for you health-wise. Yeah. Health-wise. There have been times where we've eaten out more, whether it's vacation or travel or, or whatever it is, and you always feel kind of blah. Oh, I always feel blah. <laughs> I don't like eating out. So no. there's, it's mostly because I end up feeling sick afterwards. Yeah. Probably because we don't do it often and I don't know how to eat out <laughs> well. Well, you can. You can make good choices, but regardless, it's gonna, it's gonna add up. Okay, so let's talk about food. What would be a reasonable budget for three people for food for a month in Florida? I think a reasonable budget for the three of them is $450. $450. I think I'm being pretty generous. I actually. do too. I do too. And I think that the 14-year-old could be helping quite a bit and learning really good life skills. So four fifty, does that save us four fifty a month? We've just saved four fifty a month. Cut it in half. That's two of these extra jobs, man. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So what in the world would you eat on four hundred and fifty dollars a month? I can tell you what you're not gonna eat. Ice cream. No. Gatorade. Energy drinks from the gas station. You will not be door dashing a pack of Skittles. <laughs> You're probably not going out for boba teas. No. You know what I'm saying? You're eating actual food. Real food. I, got, I did get this comment on Instagram. I thought this was interesting. Uh, this girl wanted to cut her grocery budget. I won't tell you how much it was, but it was a lot. Okay? And she's like, I don't know how to spend less. We eat carnivore. We do a lot of eggs and beef. Her beef was $10 a pound. <gasps> I know. Take it in. <laughs> so I suggested, have you thought about switching to chicken? Boneless, skinless chicken breast. At the most expensive at Costco, my Costco is the most expensive at $350 a pound. Yeah. Even at the most expensive, it's a third of what she was paying. You can go get it on sale for $1.99 a pound. And now you're like less than a fourth of the price. You just do some easy flips. All you have to do is look at the price and be like, $10 a pound, that's astronomical. Yeah. I won't do that. Instead, I'll get the chicken. It, it is that simple. Listen, I, I say you start shopping some sales like that. You get some real food, some real meat, an instant pot, start meal prepping. Mm -hmm. And then just have these meals ready to go. Take them with you. Sandwiches, if you've got to do sandwiches. Mm -hmm. But you've got to make some major changes. This is what we've talked about in past situations, past budget breakdowns that we've done. It's a short-term sacrifice. And I don't even think it's really a sacrifice. It's a just change of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You can't keep living like this. Well, listen, they're in an unsafe environment right now. It is time to make some drastic cuts to move. Yeah. And cutting the food budget in half. It's easy. It's easy. That's an easy cut. Well, let me just say it. it's simple. It may not be easy because no, it's a change of lifestyle. It can be hard for a lot of people. That's the formula is, is simple and you've shown pretty good over the last several years on your channel, the types of recipes you could be cooking as well as how to go and shop sales. And listen, I know the price of eggs is astronomical. It is. So guess what? You're not eating eggs and bacon for breakfast. You know what we're eating? Not that. We switched to like yogurt granola. We're making waffles. Uh, the kids are having 
if they do an egg, it's one egg on like a big honkin' sandwich with bread that I made. No joke, we used to go through 18 eggs in, in one breakfast. In one morning. And that no longer happens. No, we do not do that anymore. If if they make eggs at all, sometimes I'm like, drop that egg. Guess what's cheap? Oatmeal. Oatmeal's cheap. Grits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> homemade pancakes, homemade waffles. For sure. Hash browns. Okay. Okay, let's go down. Streaming, 24 bucks. That seems pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, I mean, there's probably two or three different services under that. Maybe it could, two. It could be cut, but like we're cutting $10. Yeah, I don't want to mess with cutting $10. I need to cut $100. Yeah. We've got sinking funds at $128. I like this, actually, because to assume that you will not have bills coming up is really short-sighted in a budget. So the only thing that we're missing here is she doesn't have... We don't know what their actual savings is. Mm -mm. Like, where are these sinking funds going and how much is in there currently? So the sinking funds... I'm trying to remember exactly. It was like clothes, car registration, things that come up sometimes. Right. So 128, I think that's on the low side, but reasonable. Cell phone at $46, awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on that one. Gas for 160, that feels sure. fine to me. Yeah, nothing else is outrageous. Uh, miscellaneous is 200. So what I don't see here, like part of me is thinking this is not a complete budget because I'm not seeing utilities in here. Oh, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing the trash bill, the water bill, the electric bill. I don't know where any of those are. And then miscellaneous could also be gifts, Christmas, travel, light bulbs, stamps, cleaning products, your basic household items. Sure. So I'm fine with leaving this. So far, all I have done is add $450 to the remaining budget at the end of the month, which is good. There's nothing to sneeze at. But I want to talk about the debt. Yeah. There are four major debt items. They are a car at $22,585 with a monthly payment of $403. Is that what's currently left? That's what's left. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have things to say about that. We'll say it. <laughs> We're going to get there in two Spit seconds. Can we do the car right now? Yeah. Okay. I understand that she door dashes, so she needs a reliable car. But I also think it is a very common misconception that a new car, a newer car, or a quote, nicer car is more reliable and more safe. Right. We have proven that our entire lives. Now listen, we got some good deals on some of our cars. We did. We absolutely did. One of my favorite cars is our Honda Pilot. <laughs> it's like my favorite car. Yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly. We bought it for $11,000. During COVID. During COVID. Or just before. No, it was during. It was February. Just before. Just before. Anyway, that's beside the point. It had 130,000 miles on it. And it's nice because it has the leather. And it has the heated seats. It, it is like a nicer version. It's a 2012. 2012 Honda Pilot. So... What is that, 11 years old? Uh -huh. It currently has how many miles on it? 155? I would drive that car across the country today. Absolutely. Like today. I wouldn't even blink. I wouldn't even blink about it. I would do it today. If I bought that exact car, what I own right now, it might be a little more because cars have gone up a hair since then, mm -hmm. but I bet you could get that exact car for like 12, 13. Maybe 15. 15 at the most. At the most. She lives in Florida, so she doesn't need four-wheel drive or an SUV. No. And she only has two kids, so... In fact, she probably really wants a car. She probably wants a sedan. Yes. Honestly. It gets way better gas mileage. Mm -hmm. It'll fit all three of them. It's the most 
economical thing for her to get. Plus, cars are cheaper. Plus, cars are cheaper Sedans than SUVs. Cheap. So, I did also happen to look up. Did you find some? <laughs> um, used sedans. Okay. Okay, so I found a really nice Honda Accord with leather. I think it had 125,000 miles on it for right at nine, 10,000. I would buy that car all day long. That cuts her debt in half. It More. cuts her payment mm -hmm. by quite a bit. I bet you the payment on that's only 200. Half. Yeah. So if I'm, I'm a big fan of selling this car. Her car insurance would probably even go down. Her car insurance would go down. Her car debt would be cut in half. Her car payment would be cut in half. And honestly, car dealerships, if you were to go that route, they want used cars because they don't have any. That's what I was going to say. She might, the, big, the way the car prices have gone, uh -huh. she might get that or more out of it. She might. I would hope. Mm -hmm. It's a chance. There's a chance. I have a friend that had a Toyota Tacoma. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. He only owned it for a year and the, the dealership gave him more in his trade than mm -hmm. he bought it for. Because they wanted used cars. Yeah. It was so crazy. I'm a huge fan of selling this car. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to sell the car and then not have it for a year and then go back and get a different car, by all means do that because whatever car you're driving is not permanent. Yeah. You can change it at any time. Easily. Easily. And this uh, total debt goes from 43000 now to thirty-two. That takes this down to $200. Yep. So what's that, nine? Nine. Nine sixty-two, 962, and I've added 200 here. Okay, That's so, awesome. So here's what we did. We sold the car, we got a replacement sedan, we cut our debt in half, we cut our payment in half, and we took our minimum payments on the debt down $200, and added $200 to our remaining monthly budget. That's huge. Yeah. Okay, let's move down. The There's a personal loan for $8,900. I hate a personal loan, man. That sucks. It sucks. Yep. It sucks so bad. Please avoid a personal loan whenever you can. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And then we have credit cards at $11,600 total at a monthly minimum payment of 512. Here's my suggestion on that. You are going to find a promotion from a credit card that is going to give you a 0% interest transfer balance. You're gonna open a new card. You're gonna transfer the whole $11,600 onto a new card that is 0% interest. You can do that. You can do that. Really? Yes, so I bet that takes this monthly payment. It doesn't eliminate the debt, okay? We're, it just gets rid of the interest. It gets rid of the interest for a time frame as we're trying to move. Okay. Okay, so I bet that takes 150 off your monthly minimum. Okay. Okay. Here, I'm going to raise you okay, thank you. back down to 360. Okay. Well, I can't write very nice. You're all right. I don't have nice girly penmanship. I don't have girly penmanship, but it's not doctor penmanship, right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look nearly as good as yours. Okay. Okay, so we're switching this to a 0%. How long, how long is it going to be 0%? A um, year? Either 12 to 18 months. It really depends on the card and what you can find. Okay. Also depends on your credit score, which I do not know Sure. at this point. But if you're going to move, you're going to need a good one. Okay, so let's add up what is our remaining balance every single month now that we've made these adjustments. Let's review the cuts we've made. We've cut food in half. Okay. okay? which I still think is a reasonable $450 a month. 
for three people. Okay? I did not go scorched earth here. No. Which I could have done, but I did not. We've sold the car and got a more reasonable, like, Honda Accord sedan. It's better on your gas mileage. It's got a little bit more miles on it, but I'm telling you, a Honda and a Toyota will last forever. We've cut $200 off of our car payment here. We've transferred our credit card balance to a 0% card to get rid of the interest here, which takes our remaining money at the end of the month to $1,591. Almost $1,600 in quote excess every month. If she does not get another job or, or transition jobs to increase her income for the short term, and this is what we have to work with, how long is it gonna take to move? We probably have to have first and last month's rent. Correct, so there's two months easy. And we don't know anything about her emergency funds. I would still like to have an emergency fund in here before I start moving. I think she did say she has a thousand dollars. Okay. In an emergency fund. I'm gonna be conservative here. Okay. And I'm gonna say I think she needs four to six months. Okay, just for funsies. Mm-hmm. I did look up homes in her area. She can get a single wide, depending on where it is, for fifty to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. If you don't want to do that and you want to go into single family, which is non-movable on a foundation, you're looking at about $200,000 at the smallest. These are small homes. So they're older. They're like 900 square feet. They're quite small. Like a two bedroom home? Like a two one. Yes. Okay. Okay. But like I said, nothing is permanent. You could do that. Mm -hmm. You could live there. Okay. Have somewhere safer. Yeah. She's just renting. No, that's buying. Oh, oh, she's just renting now. Yes. I'm saying to buy. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. She could also rent. If she wanted to rent, I Are bet... Are you suggesting that she buy or rent? I don't know what you're suggesting. She, she said she wanted to buy. She wants to buy a single family place. Mm-hmm. So let's assume she can find one for 200000 Okay. Okay. She's going to need a, a, a pretty deep... Well... First-time homebuyer. First-time homebuyer. She doesn't need a crazy down payment. Nope. What does she need? So I'm trying to Five figure percent? that out right now. You could even do as low as two, honestly. Let's say she puts down four grand. Okay, so how long is it going to take her to get four grand? Three months? Three months. Three months to get four grand. Her interest rate is probably six. Yeah. Okay. She's also going to have PMI, which is private mortgage insurance, because she has not put 20% down. Right. Okay, so that's added on. On a 30-year mortgage, you're looking at... $1,500, $1,600 a month. With the minimum down payment. With a low down payment really of like low. four grand, yes. Okay. Okay, so that's realistically what you're looking at. So if that's what you do, you can save for what, three months and get into a, quite a small house. Or you can go rent somewhere for six to 12 months, maybe 12, and really save up more for a down payment. I kind of like that idea better. Yeah, I do too. Renting really gives you a lot of freedom. And there's better places to rent than the one she's in now. I was going to say, how much would it be for her to rent a single family house that's about that size? Is it going to be more? Even if we got her into a nice little townhouse, right? I'm thinking a nice, small little townhouse that's sufficient for their needs for the short term. Like, what do you want, a two-bedroom? Like a two-bedroom townhouse. This luxury one's probably not what we're looking for. <laughs> Luxury is not the name of this game. Hold, please. <laughs> I think one of the really important things here is we've got to remember, you just have to keep asking hard questions, mm -hmm. right? 
is it better to buy in the short term or rent in the short term? Mm -hmm. Because anything is changeable and her life is going to change pretty drastically in the next five years because her youngest will move, probably move out of the house maybe even. Okay, I found some semi-cute ones at the $1,200 mark. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. We move her into a nicer neighborhood at $1,200 a month. Okay. And then let her save. I know we're going to get to save less per month. Yes. But we accomplish goal number one. This is all about the priority thing again. Right. And hers is move before pay off the debt. It's move. Right. And which is what we're trying to accomplish. So I think you could do that in two, three months. And I think, honestly, that's a better place to be when you still have all this debt. Right. Go get yourself a rental where you're not expected to do all the things. Yeah, I, I do like that as, a, as an idea. And, okay, so let's say we're in our rental for $1,200 a month, okay? Which means this expense, the condo expense, goes to $1,200. We've added $700 in fees, which means our remaining balance drops almost in half, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, she, gets, she has 800 left. She gets 800 a month left over. Honestly, I might start tackling this debt at that point. I really wonder about the personal loan. I don't know if, if she's got family, could family help her out with the personal loan? It doesn't sound like there's much family there. Yeah. Again, because we have a 17-year-old with autism who is gonna need assistance, I have some friends who have special needs kids and they have been able to get social security for them for disability. That's not something she's done here. So I might push that as an option. I would. I would. And also you might get some tax refunds as a windfall. And if you do, I would really throw that over at the debt. Debt snowball. Yeah. Debt snowball that garbage. I think this is a several year issue. Yeah. Before we get rid of all of this. But I think if she's on this trajectory, she's, in a good spot four or five years from now. Listen, if you have no debt, a reliable car, steady income stream, this is a good income if you have a safe place to live and no debt. This yeah. is fine. What we're looking at is by the time she's 50, mm -hmm. getting her as secure as we can be and start getting that retirement built quickly. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And throw as much as you can at it. I want to say about the social security thing for mm -hmm. the child, that She's the type of person that's built for. That is who it is built Please for. Please yes. take advantage of that. Thank you for saying that. Yes, that this is what the program is for. Yeah. So yes, please like don't feel bad about it. Just go utilize what is there. I might also say, um, if we're talking about cutting this food budget, I still think you could go lower than this, especially if you take advantage of your family crisis centers, food pantries, maybe not the senior center so much, but all of those places are going to know where you can go to get food assistance. Mm -hmm. Every place I have ever been to to volunteer are there to help. There is no shaming. I have never seen shaming at any of these places no. ever. Like they want, like they don't want people to go hungry ever. And if you're trying to do good things in your life here, you can Honestly, you could take this food budget to like $100 a month and really get crack-a-lacking. <laughs> right? <laughs> crack-a-lacking. I like it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. I was thinking the same thing. You could easily go $100 to $200 a month. Even if she was buying her own groceries for everybody, mm -hmm. three, I think, is probably, three or four is probably pretty doable. Uh, you start going to the food pantry, 
start using some resources at church with churches and other places uh, places you can go to find out about your local information are going to be any school district the sheriff's office will know all of that your local libraries will know all of that you just have to talk to the people that volunteer in your community they will all know and there's gonna be more than you think yeah if she's ready to rent and get all these things done mm -hmm. I think Within four months, she's got enough of her first and last month's rent, mm -hmm. and we could get her into a nicer place. Yep. In four months. Or less. Or less. Possibly. And then I'd start knocking out that personal loan. Honestly, she said she's had $800 a month remaining for a while. Maybe there's a little bit more in savings there than she's letting us know about. Mm -hmm. I would say as soon as you have first and last month's rent and a $1,000 emergency fund, Do it. if this is your goal to get out of this location, get out move stack because you want, what you want to do is you want to stack your successes mm -hmm. right and getting yourself it like this is one of your goals meeting that goal and getting it accomplished will let you just stack one more success after another you'll feel a sense of accomplishment i think you actually start working harder and getting to more of these goals faster what happens when people start working on this dave ramsey does say this is when you start focusing on your money your income goes up because you're more intentional with what you're doing. Yes. And I think that is true. I, we've seen that to be true. I'm very hopeful. There's some, there's some pretty negative things here as far as the <laughs> amount of debt. No, listen, it could be, what I'm trying to say is it could be very overwhelming yes. for her to look yes. at that and look at the numbers and look at the location she's living in and feel very overwhelmed. But as we start to break down the numbers, I start to get really hopeful that she's gonna be in a good spot in a very short amount of time. I, I think in 18 months, this looks totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful for her. I think, I think she could do great. Yeah. I think this is good. So if you guys have any comments about this budget or questions that you might have, I'd love to see that. Just so we can consider different options for the next time we do one of these, that's really helpful for us to be given different perspectives, especially on the YouTube channel if you're watching the video. I think the comments are super helpful, don't you think? For sure. Yeah, I think so. And if, you know, if this is the person that's reading the comments, <laughs> they're going to want to know also. I, I bet people are doing that, but I have no idea. We have, I don't know, you probably know better than I do. I have no idea who it is. So even if you comment on your own budget breakdown, no, I would have no idea. No, no right, right, no one would know. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. If you want to submit yours, it is totally anonymous. You can do so on Instagram or via my website, FrugalFitMom. Thanks for helping me today, Dave. And I think we need to do a few more of these budget breakdowns so we can address all of the ones that have been sent in so far. Yes. We're here to pump your budget up. <laughs>